0: Hi, I'm Rach. And I'm Tish. Welcome Welcome to to Blondes Out Loud. First off, Happy New Year. Ten days late. We were like, last episode, oh, we'll be back next week. And then things happened and we lied. We lied. But But to be fair, it was a wild week. It was my first week back at work in... a while because well we went on our honeymoon till like what the 17th 19th 19th. so the 10th through the 19th whatever and then i worked from home for a single day to catch up on my emails and then it was break it was christmas break and i did not work again until january 2nd which was like when we were supposed to have this podcast And I was exhausted every single day after work because it was just that kind of week. Well, and it didn't help either because I also started an internship. So it was just like, we did not have time. We should have recorded the second honeymoon podcast like we said we were going to do. like Back to back. back back. So it was like all fresh in our mind. And we waited, what, two weeks now? We were so, so, so lazy over break, over the holidays. I mean, it wasn't that we were lazy. We no, just, we were like, lazy. Yeah, I guess. We were just plain lazy. Like, yeah. we had time. We just chose to lay on the couch and do nothing, pretty much. Actually, like, no. We played Mario Wonder. We did play... A, well, that was pretty much laying yeah. on the couch. And we did finish the game. <laughs> we read a lot. We just did pretty much everything except podcast and be productive in other ways, so... Yeah, but we had a really good New Year's... Um, <laughs> sorry i just brought the dog up here because he's a wild man he's being naughty uh but yeah but we had a really good new year so it's i mean we even, though all was, did too. even though it was a little bit busy we're trying to get back into the swing of things and we're getting there we're making progress i mean we remembered the podcast this week so i feel like that's one step yeah, I better. feel like we just practically forgot about it last week. You're like, "Oh shit.
1: This needs yeah. to be
0: posted tomorrow and we haven't even recorded it." And we were so yet. exhausted. And it was like, we're yeah, like "Nope, not too happening." Bad. Well, I think it also like it also was like confusing because well, we went back to work or started work whatever on January 2nd, which was a Tuesday. So yeah. like it even it felt like a Monday, but then we realized it was Tuesday and we always record on Mondays so it was just a mess but it was wild it was the holidays y'all understand we will try to be better um but if you didn't already see on our social media we also posted a youtube video of our honeymoon which we're youtubers now what is it so a vlog yeah a honeymoon vlog so it was Definitely actually really cool i'm not gonna lie like i know i lived i lived it all but like watching it over again was really cool and for being filmed on our phones it was yeah the like quality was really good quality. Quality. if you've never used the um what is it called cinematic yeah not all of it was recorded in cinematic but like i feel like a lot of it was a lot of it was and when you see like the cinematic it's just like wow like we watched it on yeah. our tv record and it was your like, videos in cinematic if you like if, if i feel like it works best when you're trying to focus on something specific yeah usually but it also like works good as like a vlogging camera so it just yeah overall it was it was a good video so quick uh youtube plug you can now subscribe to our youtube channel which hopefully we'll be able to go on more like fun trips and vlogging our lives and what we do even if it's just like a short little weekend vlog but obviously we have a lot going on so well, we're going to nyc soon so we we are. maybe so we'll do an we'll uh, NY nyc vlog yeah um but anyways back to the honeymoon god i feel like i hope we don't get super repetitive because like we just said like it's been a hot minute and we didn't record these back to back like we should have when it was all fresh in our minds so hopefully we don't get like too into something that we've already talked about you could but be listening you could be like oh my god like shut up like you already talked literally about that. that's what's gonna happen and i apologize i also apologize if you can hear um the snow plow outside because we got some snow last night and um they're currently plowing now which it's been like a long time but it's okay um anyway so we ended off obviously like the food was just like way too fucking fancy for us um which needless to say we actually didn't go back to that restaurant that we were talking about because it genuinely was too fancy for us (laughs) and we just especially yeah we just wanted some like normal stuff but anyways the next day was i mean we're gonna try to like obviously like not go too much into detail i mean we'll go into detail but like I don't well, know how much you really... I feel like the next few days after that were... It was a lot rainier. Yeah, it definitely... Like, but like like we-, we talked about before, it doesn't necessarily rain all day. It's like a very like on and off like quick... It'll rain for like 30 minutes to an hour and then you'll get sun for multiple hours or at least like warm weather and like clouds Yeah, where it's like you can go outside and do stuff. But I feel like... Our first couple of days were absolutely beautiful, no rain. And then all of a sudden it was like rainy day, rainy day, rainy day, rainy day, like four days in a row. But it was like Tisha said, like we could go and do stuff. We just had to wait out rain or we'd be at the beach. Like if you watch our video on YouTube, there's literally a video of Tisha hiding under a towel at the beach in a beach chair because we were sitting there. In the sun, like it was literally sunny as can be, and then, like, flip of a switch, it happens all of a sudden, so it fast. starts pouring, and we're like, yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? So, Tisha's just covering her head with this towel, like, that's how fast it would change. It, yeah, it did. It was wild. So, a lot of times, we would be able to get stuff like in throughout the day and we just have to fight off a little bit of rain here and there but it was always like super warm so it didn't really Mm -hmm. matter that much like if you were swimming in the lagoon and it started pouring and be like "Eh, it's fine it's rain i'm already wet so yeah it didn't really matter but so the third day or whatever day we're on we it was actually a polynesian night because it was wednesday and that was really cool because it was like a buffet style dinner Which, it was nice, but it wasn't nice, because I'm so picky, and I feel like a lot of it was, like, fish, but it was really cool. They had a little bit of everything at that buffet. Oh, no, remember my my beef was raw. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, because there was a guy, like, it was a buffet, but you could go up to, like, the grill and either get beef, fish, or chicken it, no because i oh yeah i think it I think was, it was chicken. beef fish and chicken like yeah. those were the three options and he was grilling them and then he, he you would hand him your plate and he'd put whatever meat choice you choose on your plate but i was watching him because tisha came back with a plate and it well, was we raw. we went up the first time like because and we were like one of the first people to go because we had gotten there right at seven and we i think i got both beef and chicken and it was so good because, you know, it was cooked, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. It was your second but plate. But I had gone back up for more because I was like, oh, my God, wow, like, the beef is just so good, like, with the glaze that they put on it. And like, rice. I, yeah. I, I wanted more because they didn't give you very much. Like, you literally got, like, two like, pieces of naughty. meat. And it was they were tiny. Yeah. yeah. So, I went back up, and I come back, like, so excited for my beef, and it was, like, fucking raw. It was, yeah. It like, was, like... Yeah. I'm not a picky eater and I would not have eaten it. It was it yeah. looked like it'd been cooked for like a solid 45 seconds. And it might have like <laughs> it genuinely could well, have. because I went back up to get fish eventually and I told Tisha this after the fact. I was like I watched him cuz there was a line when I went up so I was just kind of observe observing. Yeah. He didn't have a method to the Meat that he already had on there for a while, and then he'd add more meat to it. There was no method to, like, okay, this is the meat that's already been sitting here. Let's pull this forward and put the meat that's less cooked in the back. Yeah, he didn't do that. He just kind of toppled it on top of the stuff that was already cooking. Mm -hmm. So, I'm envisioning people are probably getting very overcooked meat and very undercooked meat, and not much in between. Yeah, and that's what happened. So, the food wasn't like great. I didn't even think the desserts were that great either. Like, it was just like we were pretty there was only one option for dessert. Yeah, we were pretty much there for the experience which we realized afterwards you didn't even have to eat there you could have just came to the show and i was like god damn it we could have like gone to a different place and like enjoyed other food but whatever um so like the show started and it was really cool it was like a lot of dancing drumming well while we were eating they were there were three drummers no two two drummers that were drumming and singing at the same time um So you just kind of listen to that while you eat. And then kind of as everybody was finishing off eating, they brought in like the actual Polynesian dancers. And so there was like this group of women who came in and were dancing and a group of men that came in were dancing. And they were kind of in around our tables doing some dancing. And then there were some out on the grass. And Mm -hmm. then they did like a fire show out on the grass. And then the funniest part was they came into the crowd and like selected people to go out and dance with them thank god i did not get selected i would have like i wanted to be tisha wanted to be yeah you're you're a wild one i was like no thank you i do not want to go out there and make a fool out of myself yeah but overall it was honestly like cool to see and it was a lot of fun fun. and there were some people who got selected from the crowd that absolutely killed it but that was like honestly like the most of like nightlife we had you know like that wasn't even really nightlife but like because that was like at 7 40 like and then it was over it at like, like 8 30 yeah yeah so it really like wasn't much of a no like, nightlife like all of a sudden that show was done and we we're like okay let's go back to our villa have we talked about that on the podcast yet i think the so. lack of nightlife because i know we've talked in person to a bunch of people about it but i cannot for the life of me remember if we mentioned on the podcast but if we didn't what we're referring to is there's no nightlife on the resort like there's no bars you go to and hang out there's no clubs nothing it's like you eat your dinner and go to bed yeah like it's not no couples retreat like yeah right <laughs> no oh my club. god if, like yeah there's not i, I mean i forgot about that yeah it was i mean that was legit like the the end of it we, we yeah. went to the show we came I back i also drink coconut water out of a coconut that day you did and on I w- the beach I didn't really care for it but Rach like loved it and like she, I really liked it she got some from Trader Joe's um like last week too and I was like it brought me back to Bora Bora I was drinking out of a coconut on a beach again yeah well anyway so day four it was like the same thing where it was kind of rainy when we woke up but then it like honestly cleared up so quickly like this is um We have to talk about this because it was probably like one of the most funniest things that happened to us on the trip but so we have like a our deck and if you watch the youtube video you'll clearly see like the way that's laid out and we even like have this in there um but there's two doors that go out to the deck and they they are so strict they're like make sure the doors are locked at all times and by they she means like the butler and like the owner like the people who work at the resort like they are preaching to the choir when they like come in the door with you they're like make sure you lock your doors like we're not responsible for anything that gets stolen like i don't know if somebody drives a boat up or like swims to your villa i don't know but also i think it was like a concern of like a couple things like if it's it gets really windy especially during rainy season so it's like maybe the wind can blow the doors open if you don't lock them and then also well they say that the air conditioning conditioning will turn off if you if the doors are open so to keep your ac on make sure you lock the door and close it so there's no cracks and letting hot air in it'll turn your ac off so like i feel like that was a big part of it too but they constantly were telling us lock your doors lock your doors lock your doors always make sure your doors are locked like that that was like the biggest takeaway from trip that i got yeah i feel like well lock your doors so because of that we always would only open like if we're gonna go out on the deck we're obviously gonna only utilize one door we're not gonna utilize both and unlock them both so anyways we go out on the deck and honestly like it was pretty early in the morning we had already had lunch or not lunch we already had breakfast and I think we were kind of just like outside taking pictures. No, like- we were scoping out like how we were gonna take our photos because yeah. we were trying to. Our plan was to put on our swimsuits and then there were a bunch of photos that Tisha found on Pinterest of like what we people laying on the deck with their swimsuit with the villas and the water in the background. And Tisha's like, we have to recreate these. So she was setting up her stand. figure out where she wanted to angle the camera and that's all we were doing we weren't in our suits yet we were in our fully like fully clothed with our um clothes we wore to breakfast Mm -hmm. no swimsuits nothing we just went outside and well we also wanted to go swimming too so like we were about to like go get our suits on too and just like go in the water and i had i i knew something was off because so we went out the bedroom door and left the living room door closed and locked, like we always do. We all, just went out the bedroom one. Tisha went out first and then I came out behind her. and all I did was shut the door. Like I didn't slam it. I just it was a sliding door. I didn't like slam it or anything. I just like slid it shut. And I heard a little click. And I'm like, that was weird, but didn't think anything of it. I was like it kind of just sounded like the um, hook, the locking hook kind of like banged against the door when I shut it but I didn't really think anything of it, but I definitely processed like that was a weird sound that I don't usually hear when the door closes. And I was like, whatever. So we go on about our business and finding where we're going to take the photos, how we're going to set it up. And then we're ready to go back inside and get changed. And I go to the door and I pull it to open it. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? (laughs) I, I look at, T- I'm like, Tish, she's like, what? I'm like, the door's locked. She's I thought like, she was kidding. She's like, what do you mean the door's locked? Like, there's no way. I'm like, no, seriously, the door's locked. And I'm like, did we come in, come out of the living room door? Am I confused? Like, tried that door. That door's locked too. I'm like, is it stuck? Like, can you get it? And so Tish is trying to yank. She's like, no, this door is literally locked. Well, I'm like, how is that possible? See, and my concern with it was, is housekeeping was actually going around And I'm like, well, maybe they, like, didn't see us out there. And they're currently in our room. Realized that the door was locked and, like, just quickly. Yeah. And, like, quickly locked it. So, I was, like, looking in the window, like, trying to, like, bang on the window. Like, seeing if someone was in there. And, like, obviously no one's coming because there's no one in our room. So, we quickly realized that we needed to, like, basically holler for someone. Because there, there wasn't really any way unless we, like, swam back to shore. And luckily rach was able to like kind of get the one of the butlers or whatever attention well because i there's always luckily there's almost always uh golf carts with butlers and um, room service people driving by because people are always ordering stuff they're always trying to clean the rooms and whatever and so thankfully there was like a gap because they have like some privacy fences up To, like, give you more privacy so your neighbors can't see you, whatever. Luckily, there was a gap between the privacy fence and, like, our actual villa where I could, like, literally lean over the fencing and see the dock where the carts were driving by. Yeah, because I couldn't see it from my side. Yeah, and so i noticed that the man who literally had just stopped by to pick up our empty coffee cups from the morning (laughs) i saw him going into somebody's villa a couple villas down and i was like thank god yeah and i said excuse me sir and i'm yelling across the water to him and he looks at me very confused and he kind of waves like he thinks i'm (laughs) saying hi to him and I'm like, we're locked out here. And he like looks at me again, super confused. Like, what do you mean you're locked? <laughs> I'm like, our door locked on us. And he's—I don't think he believed us. I don't think he so was probably either. like these dumb fucks. And so he—he's like coming, coming. And he—he <laughs> he starts walking towards our villa. Anyways, he wasn't that far away, so it took him like a minute. And he enters our villa and unlocks the door for us and there we posted this on our uh, instagram story because tisha videoed it and it's also in the youtube video he opens the door he goes how you do that (laughs) is that what he said So i think how you do that or something like that or either how or why yeah how you do that i think it was How how did you do that that's what it was how did you do that And he was just, like, dumbfounded but laughing so hard. Like, he's probably never seen this. He could have worked there for 50 years and guarantee he never, ever saw that happen. He probably thought we were, like, magicians because, like, what actually ended up happening was it wasn't... Because there's, like, the lock and then there's... So there's the lock and then there's, like, on any hotel you go to, there's the safety lock. But the safety lock on these is like a little, um, what are those little screwdrivers called? The, um, what the fuck is it called? The ones that you often get in like boxes of things you're building the yeah they're like the L thing Allen Allen wrench is that what it is right I think it's called an Allen wrench it's like the L shaped like tool that you use to tighten things so it's kind of like that it's like in that shape the L shape and it goes into the hole to lock you like flip it and it goes into the hole to lock it anyways watch the video if you're confused on what I'm saying watch our YouTube video we show it but that literally when the door shut fell perfectly into place into the hole to lock the door with the safety lock Mm -hmm. and that's how we got locked out so when tisha opened the door she must have just lifted it straight up and didn't flip it over so that it stayed in the position it needed to be in that if it dropped straight down it would lock again so that's how we got locked out of our villa yep and they will probably never see that happen again Probably not. Also, side note: Finny just chewed through. Not uh, chewed through. Not chewed through. Just me. took he... a bit. He took a bite into our podcasting microphone cord, and yeah, we it keeps like glitching on us every now and then. We're probably gonna need to buy a new one. So we love puppies. Uh, yeah, you're so, not even a puppy anymore. You're one. He turned one on New Year's Day, New did. Year's Eve. And he acts like he's a puppy still. So hopefully, we can get through this podcast without. This like not breaking on us, but you're a naughty boy. Anyway, so the remainder of the day, like honestly, well, also when we we talk about this in the YouTube video, also honestly, just just stop listening to this and go watch the YouTube video. It's so much better. (laughs) Although we do get into a lot of details and hear that we we do, yeah, in the video. Uh, so like we don't have lunch included in our meal plan, so we ended up going to the shop. And we got some Doritos. It's it's literally the only like gift shop slash like grocery. Wouldn't even call it that shop, on the resort. It's the only place you can go to buy snacks, medicine, band aids, T-shirts, souvenirs. Like it's a small shop, and they had like chips and cookies and juice and aspirin, like those types of things in it. Very limited selection, but the only place on the resort that you could go yeah actually i lied we got lays which was a 15 dollars bag and we got reese's peanut butter cups for five dollars and it was a two pack the lays were not even the family size no it was just like the normal big size of lays it wasn't the family size of lays 15 dollars 15 u s d yeah. Holy shit. And did we do it? Yeah, of course we fucking did it. We were yeah, hungry. Yeah, we didn't care. What the fuck? <laughs> and yeah, the Reese's $5 for two Reese's peanut butter cups. It Holy was shit. worth it at the time, though. Like, it didn't matter. But um on that note, and actually we'll talk about this later because this happened on our last day, but if you are ever going to Bora Bora and staying at a resort, my best advice to you is go into like the mainland which is like all the resorts so there's Bora Bora like the main island of Bora Bora with of some cities on it and then there's all the resorts that have their own separate islands so my my suggestion for you is go to the mainland of Bora Bora into the main town which is like V, something with a v yeah I don't know how, I, to, pronounce don't it. how to pronounce it starts it. with a v And go to the grocery store there. Go to the market there and buy all the snacks and drinks and everything that you want for your entire trip. Go on the first day, get it over with, buy it all, buy alcohol, buy chips, buy anything you want to make while you're there and bring it back because your snacks, if you buy them on the resort, are going to be $15 for a bag of Lays versus like the normal price. Probably $4. Yeah. So we learned that the hard way. We didn't go into the mainland until the literal last day when we were flying out of our trip. Um, yeah. But it's all about the experience. Mm, yeah, the it experience. was experience. And then we had um, dinner at the Italian place and it was so good. Like I got a, basically like a spaghetti and Rach got... It was a fancy spaghetti. It though. was. It wasn't just like no spaghetti and meatballs. Like, no, it was amazing. It was really good. It and had bologna in it. No, that's just it had veal in it. It didn't, are you sure? Yes, it didn't uh-huh. have, um, it might have had something else too. It It was called like spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> or something. Oh, maybe that's what I thought it was. It wasn't bologna though. I thought it was. Um, my bad. You got a margarita pizza. Oh, yeah, and that then was we good. got some desserts that were really good. And the good. best part was like you get the full pizza just like you would if you were ordering it in Italy or wherever and i had leftovers yeah so i had lunch we got the to next eat day. lunch the next day yeah there's another pro tip go order the pizza so you have leftovers yeah except you don't have microwaves in your rooms so you don't get but to heat it up the pizza was good cold. but some people hate cold pizza well maybe they should some learn. people hate like that woman we talked to on the bus she was like oh yeah i don't i or he, my husband won't eat cold pizza mm-hmm. and i was like oh well then it was you're good, screwed but um day 5 same thing. It was kind of just like raining, or it was. I'm w- telling you, like it rained. Like no, the next I four lied. Days. I read that wrong. It was windy, but mostly rain free. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and our um, our butler left us that day. Yeah, it was sad. We had a butler named Florina. She was amazing. Shout out, loved her. And then she told us on like our fourth day that she was like, "Yeah, unfortunately, I have the next." I think she said, like, the next five days off. Yeah. So I think you're going to be gone by then, so I'm passing you off to a different butler. And we're like, no. So we got passed off to our butler, our new butler, Julian, which we ended up not seeing a lot of him, to be honest. I think we saw him a couple of times and touched base with him on a couple of things. But we missed Florina a lot. Um, That day, the other thing we bought at the shop was... A bag of fish food, and this is another thing that I highly recommend doing if you're staying at St. Regis, because yes, it's like a what was it like a twenty dollar bag of fish food? I don't even remember how much it was. I think $15 it was. Think it food. was like twenty. You get a lot, and it goes a long ways, but it seems obnoxious to spend that much on literal food for fish yeah um but do it because if you take the fish food and you go into the lagoon and you feed the fish you again go watch the youtube video you will see how they just swarmed us yeah and then you're just like yeah you're snorkeling with fish but they're all around you and you feel like one of the fish it was so funny because like rich and i would take turns like in the water and like i told rich i was like go out a little bit and I would throw it basically like at her face, and they do not give a fuck. They would like hit, like hit you in the yeah, face. Yeah, they would like, just nail you. Yeah, with they don't their fins. And if you hate fish, don't do it because you'll hate every second of it. But they, um okay, but like they just I hate would fish, you. but I loved it. Like it took me a while to like kind of get used to. Like oh well, god, that fish we is started cold. in the shallow water of yes. the lagoon and there weren't as many fish in that area but it was still really cool and then we went into the deeper area and it just like drew all the fish there was so many there were so many it was so cool and we had like the um the plastic clear plastic cases for your phone that allow you to take them underwater we got them on amazon for like eight dollars a piece The photos and videos we got while we had our phones and those things were incredible. Yeah, like it had no impact on how well the photos turned out. Mm -mm. Um, so we had some really cool videos, and a lot of those videos are in the actual YouTube video. Um, but that was fun. Yeah, it was. That was really cool to do, and I just remember there were a lot of people like snorkeling and stuff, and they were just watching us like, "Wow, that's brilliant!" Well, that was Florina's idea. She told us we must do that, so well it wasn't our idea but ironically though um we ended up eating fish for dinner <laughs> we did <laughs> we did we were we, we did. were sewing with so many and then we well we went to this place because i really wanted to try this like cookie which honestly it wasn't even like as good as i thought it would have been which was really depressing but we each got a banana split and that oh was, god that, was, that good. was so good but i didn't even really care for my like fish and chips so it was like again I was like, I should have just gone to like the fries there tasted like McDonald's fries. Yeah, they did. Which but they were the first good night. Yeah, they were. They were. The first night we ate there, the burger night, it was the same fries, and those hit the spot that night because we yeah. had just been traveling and mm-hmm. we were so hungry. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> looks cute right now. Yeah, he does. Um but yeah, I mean it it was it was good, but I would have rather gone to the Italian place or the Asian place which i think we talked about last time is like i was like yeah we're not gonna go to the asian place i'm scared but then it ended up being my favorite place at the end of it um but anyways so (laughs) after dinner we were like we walked back to our um villa but room service like hadn't gone or like turn down service hadn't gone yet so we're like oh it's nice out let's go for a walk And we... Because staying in the room and watching them turn down your room would would have been so so weird. Yeah. We're like, we don't want to stay in the room and witness that. It'd just be weird. It was really nice out, though. So we were just like, whatever. Like, let's let's go. We weren't tired. It was like, whatever. Anyways, we were walking in, like, where the land villas are. So it wasn't, like, as lit up. And it was honestly, like, kind of spooky. It was. It was super spooky. It was opposite of where our villa was and you can hear like the ocean waves crashing in the background it was like side. on the other side it's the ocean so it was just like i don't know it was so. the very only cool. lights were like small lights in the ground on the ground yeah yeah well anyways all of a sudden rach is like what is that oh my I, god it's a dog dead in my tracks <laughs> it because it i saw the shit out of me i saw a motion out of the corner of my eye there we were passing like a bathroom building or something it was like a almost like a shed like it wasn't very big and behind it out of the corner of my eye I saw movement I was like what the Like, I stopped. I'm pretty sure you were like, what the fuck is that? And it, like, the her tone and voice. Like, I, I literally stopped and I was like, Rage, don't fuck with me right now. You don't know what kind of animals there are there. <laughs> I know. Like, what if a, I don't know how a four-legged wolf or something would get onto an island in Bora Bora, but, like, you don't know. No. You don't know what's going to happen. And and maybe it was a fish you. with four legs that walked out of the water. Well, and the other thing is, is, like, dogs are not allowed here. So On the like, resort. when she was, like there's a dog i was like shut the fuck up i didn't believe her i was like there's not a dog they're not allowed here like shut up and and she's like no like i'm not kidding like there was a fucking dog and it disappeared yeah then she's like, i saw it out of the corner of my eye behind the shed and then it disappeared and i was like that's spooky like maybe i'm seeing things like i literally thought i was seeing things yeah and so i'm like whatever let's just keep walking so we I, could get bear again. I don't know. We we keep walking and all of a sudden I see it. And it scared the shit out of me because it was white. And it was like this like ghostly white. Like I don't even know how to explain it. And it and was just standing there staring. It was staring, staring at us. Like glaring. And I, and I came to a complete stop and I was like, "Rage, what do we do? And all of a sudden it <laughs> charged at us. And I like not even kidding you, this dog full on like went zero to 60 <laughs> right at us. After it was glaring at it, us like it wanted to take our lives. I, and then it just booked it. I was terrified. right at us. I literally latched onto Rach and I hid behind <laughs> She hid behind her. me and pushed me in front of her as if I was going to protect us from this dog that may or may not be about to attack us. Luckily, it was friendly. And like 90 years old. Yeah, unlike this dog that's fucking down squeaking there squeaking his Toys. he has been horrible this podcast i'm yeah, so he's sorry not being well he um, really just wants attention because now that i've been like working from home i don't really pay attention to him because i'm busy even though i'm home i don't really have the time to like give him attention but anyway so that happened the dog scared the shit out of us Watched the um video once again i keep saying that a million times but we have a video of the dog in there and after we realized it was nice you can hear me talking to like who's are you like where's your owner what are you doing like walk with us we'll take you home like i was doing it out of like i was still scared of it though because after we continued walking we were like was that even real like And I was like, watch me like go to my like photos and like there's a video, but there's like not a dog dog. in it. But I legitimately was trying to, because we weren't that far from reception, like the desk, the reception desk. Yeah. And I legitimately was going to take it there and be like, there is a dog on the island. Whose is it? Because there weren't supposed to be dogs. Yeah. And so I was like, come on, come on. And I was trying to get it to come with me. And then it just... Randomly ran away from the building that it came from. Which makes me think like, was it real? Like was it was it a skinwalker? Was I don't it know. You all go watch the video and tell us if you see a dog in that video. Yeah, I don't think it was a dog, man. But it was terrifying. So then like we were already spooked out before we saw that dog because it was just creepy. Like it there was, was so creepy. it's off season, so there's not a lot of people staying. There's not not many of the land villas were probably occupied at the time, so it was really like eerie over there because there's n- nobody around and the lights are really dim and the waves are crashing and, it's and just there's dark. no light, night light. and so it was already spooky. And then the dog happened, and then we're really freaked out. We're like, we're getting the fuck back to our villas. We were walking And faster. then we saw the killer crabs. Oh, my God. It was And then we're huge. like, never again. We are never walking in, at t- nighttime in this resort ever again. 10 out of 10, don't recommend it. We literally saw some of the biggest crabs in my entire life, and they just stare at you, and they only come out at night and they're creepy they're fucking and large. scary and i don't like them and most of the time you don't know they're there until you're walking too close to them that they get spooked <laughs> and they go yeah, and they run absolutely and it not makes you shit yourself anyways i'm gonna like literally like <laughs> i'm getting so mad at He's biting my feet um let me just pause anyways so the next day was probably our favorite the best day down yeah, the entire trip which is funny, but we started off with breakfast and then we got on a boat and we were going on a shark and ray tour, which 10 out of 10, like... You said that so casually as if sharks aren't your favorite animal in the I whole know, wide world. I know, Okay, but like you have you know she's just like exclamations are flying in her head right now as she talks about this here's the thing she's acting so calm you have to do this tour even if you're terrified of sharks and rays because you don't have to get in the water like i even just like going for this experience to like see them like it was so cool but anyway so there was like four different stops on this was a half no this was a full day excursion so they have a half day option they have a full day option the half day is like four hours the full day is like six hours the difference is the full day includes lunch which of course you already know we don't get lunch in our meal plan so we don't eat it so that was huge for us we're like let's get the lunch yeah um and we were like, it was like an extra like $40 per person to do the full day compared to the half day. We're like, why would we not pay the extra $40 yeah, we per just person? Like, honestly, we're like, honestly, that would do be it. stupid not to. And we're like, what else are we going to do? Go to the beach again? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's stay out on the water and see other places in the area. It was also the only excursion we actually did. So it was like worth it to like kind of splurge. So like really, we didn't care. But anyway, so there were four different stops. The first stop was like Three feet deep, four well, feet not deep. not before he even did that, though, he gave us a tour, remember? Yeah. He took us, so I told you about the mainland of Bora he took us on the boat around the entire island in a loop. And he like showed us and talked about he talked about the history of Bora Bora and how it was formed and like the volcanoes and all of that. And then he showed us like different areas of the island. So he literally took us to where like the crater is. He parked the boat in this area. And when you see the water in Bora Bora, it's like the crystal clear blue, like beautiful blue. You can see down to the bottom, like regardless of how deep it is. He took us to this area and stopped the boat. And I kid you not, the water was pitch black. Yeah, It was, like, pitch black, and he goes, this is where... Well, it wasn't, like, pitch black. It was still no, blue, was, but it was, like, a very, very dark blue. Down below, it was, like, pitch black. Yeah. You couldn't see anything. He's like, this is the deepest area of Bora Bora. Like, this is where the volcano, like, the crater... It's, like, where the crater of the volcano was or whatever. I don't know. But then, after that, he, like, showed us where... He showed, like, kind of drove by all the different resorts, which was kind of cool to see, and he showed us where Kim Kardashian lost her a diamond earring. diamond was it kim yeah yeah lost her diamond earring if you've seen that episode she like got thrown off the dock by her boyfriend at the time and lost her earring in the water and like threw a fit about it so he showed us where that literal villa was that she was on it's huge by the way it's ginormous um and then he just kind of showed us like where the first ever resort was and how it got wiped out by uh what is it called it's not a cyclone a cyclone yes it got like wiped out by a cyclone and they never rebuilt and whatever so it was really cool to like learn about the history of it and then he started taking us to each spot yeah so the first stop was like three feet deep water and he was like oh we're gonna see the rays and all of a sudden there were sharks around there too so that was really cool because like it was shallow water and like
1: you could touch, you yeah. didn't have to wear
0: a life jacket, the current wasn't bad. No, and there were even like little fishies around. Yeah, it like... was just like a little bit of everything, but especially rays. And there were actually quite a few sharks. Yeah, too. there were like maybe four or five like circling. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was cool because there were other boats with the same company who were taking other people on the same tour. And um the tour guide of another boat currently had a ray like on his boat arms like he was just holding it and he comes over to our boat and obviously he knew our our guide and they were talking and laughing they claim to be cousins i don't know if they're actual cousins or just call each other cousin but he was like kissing the ray and like Mm -hmm. it was spitting water at his face and it was just so funny and we're like, how is this ray not killing him? And then eventually we all got into the water and our guide took the ray and it was pregnant too. It was like this big, fat, pregnant ray. And he starts telling us all about like the, um, I don't even know, just everything about rays that he could possibly think to tell us and like how long they live and how many babies they have and yada, yada, yada. He and was man. telling us these things because Rach asked. <laughs> no, not that part. Remember at the beginning, he literally gave us a whole history of like, oh, what a ray, like everything about Watch the first video I took. Oh, okay. He told us all it was about Rach. Rach got to hold one of the rays. I and did. She was asking but, questions. It was so cute. Well, I was so curious and I was really happy. It was really cool. I was friends with that ray. But what i was trying to say is when he was telling us all about rays he told us that there in bora bora they take the stingers off of the rays and because they don't have a hospital on the island so like they have like a like an emergency room essentially but it's like a very small like it's clinic. clinic yeah. yeah, it's not even like you could be treated for something major that happens to you. You need to be flown out on a helicopter if so something dating. major happens to you. And that's an hour flight from where we were. So they take the stingers off of the stingrays to prevent anything from happening. And then he told us, and I don't know if this is legit or not, but he told us that his cousin, the one that had the stingray before he got there, had been stung in the neck neck by a stingray and was in a coma for weeks. Yeah, And that was before they decided to remove the stingers. So anyways, they told us they removed the stingers and that it was a process they had to do every six months. I don't know if I believe them or if they were just telling us that so we weren't scared. But anyways, I held the stingray and it was like, it liked me. It did. It was cute. It liked me. I really liked it anyways we like snorkeled and everything in that area for quite a while and it was really cool because they were just like tons of them below you and the sharks were also coming in and out and a bunch of different fish and tisha and i just like didn't want to leave the water and everybody was already back in the boat and i hated that because know. we were the only two who wanted to just keep snorkeling and never leave <laughs> we were always the only ones in the water. i know i know <laughs> we were always the last ones and they had to like beg us to get out Um, But after that, we moved on to the shark area and our guide was very sarcastic. Like he would say things that were obviously a joke and some, we had some pretty gullible people on our boat who thought he was serious. Um, And he kept saying like, for example, he would say like, yeah, this, this is my second day on the job. Like, he, he would joke about it being, like, only a second time he was doing this tour. He also... Um, he'd be like, had 12, came back 8 yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he'd be like, we had, 12, we had 12 with us, and usually I get back at least 8 of us safely. Yeah. Like, he'd joke about that. And then one of the funniest ones was when we were getting ready to go with the... To the shark area, like, the actual area to swim with the sharks, he said um something along the lines of like so we'll get in with the great whites and the girl next to me her jaw dropped and she just stared at him and he's laughing and (laughs) tisha and i are laughing because we knew they weren't great whites they don't have great whites there it's just they don't i mean they might but like they're gonna be not where we were you know like i actually don't know much about great whites and where they are i know they're like They're where we are, and I know they have some in Hawaii and stuff. I don't think that they were in Bora Bora, though. Well, they wouldn't be, like, in the lagoon. They might be outside of the reef. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We were outside of the reef. I don't know that they had them, though. I thought he said they didn't. Anyway, doesn't matter. Irrelevant to anybody listening to this podcast. But he (laughs) said we were going to be swimming with the Great Whites, and this girl was terrified. Anyways, so with how sarcastic he was... He then, like, had made a comment about how we'd be going into the twenty feet deep water to swim with the sharks. And I thought he was joking, yeah, same. I literally thought like our experience with the sharks was gonna be the same exact experience with the rays just in an area that had more sharks. Like I thought we were gonna be standing in three foot deep water with a bunch of sharks with a bunch of sharks around <clears throat> us. He was not kidding. He wasn't kidding. We actually went out outside of the reef into twenty foot deep water. Or more. It was probably deeper than 20 it feet. It might have been deeper. You could still see the bottom because the water was just that clear. But it was very, very deep. We nowhere near touching. And um, the current was awful. It was horrible. Like it was like we we're if you know anything about the coral reef, the coral reef is what stops the waves from going into the, the island. Yeah. And so that's why there's, like, no waves at the resorts in Bora Bora or, like, in the mainland. And so you see the reef. You can see where the reef catches the waves, and it's terrifying. If you got caught in, in the current and swept into the reef, oh, you yeah. would be dead. Like, you would literally be dead. So now we're right outside of it, and we're not far from the reef. We're probably, like, 20 feet from the reef. terrified me, I didn't want to go too far. Yeah, we're, like, 20 feet from the reef, and if you get caught in that current, we're like, you're fucked, but not moral of the story is i thought he was kidding he wasn't he pulls into the the deep end of the water and he starts playing his little ukulele He was playing his ukulele a lot which is really cool he was just singing songs and he starts singing a song uh the song um don't worry about a thing because every little thing's gonna be out so he was singing that song but he was incorporating incorporating the word shark into it do you remember what part you don't worry about the sharks about the sharks because every little thing okay so he's singing that and he sung for probably two minutes two and a half minutes and he stops and he looks at us and he goes now look behind the boat and we all turn and look and a swarm of sharks you just see their fins comes right next to the boat it's like he summoned them like it was, it was so the cool. craziest thing. Just the timing of it. Like, there were no sharks at all. And then he stopped his ukulele, and boom, we were just like shark infested waters around us. You mean their home? What? <laughs> he said shark infested waters. I said, you mean their home? Well, I just meant like there were a ton of sharks no, around No, I know, us. I know. I'm just trying yeah, to Yeah, it's their home. I understand that. I'm just saying all of a sudden the waters were shark infested around us lots of sharks i don't understand your problem (laughs) anyways she's gonna piss me off so this dude does a backflop into like 40 sharks and we're all just like well before that he was like get in And we're all like, fuck, no, we're not going in there. Like, we still. I think we also thought it was a joke. Yeah, at this point, we still thought he was kidding. We didn't think we were actually going to swim with the sharks there. We thought it was just kind of like one of those things where, you know, like you go on like a dolphin watching tour and then the dolphins jump in the waves behind your boat. Like, we kind of thought it was like that. Like, he was like just going to summon the sharks and we'd see them and that was the end of it. And then he fucking plops into the water on top of the sharks. Mm -hmm. And they don't even care. No, they just kind of swam away from him. Yeah. And then he's just out there swimming, diving. No, he didn't have a life jacket on or anything either. No. He was just going. And he's like, "Are y'all going to get in?" Like he was like, "Is anybody going to join me?" And yeah, so we jumped in with him and it was the it was the coolest thing. Most incredible experience of my life. It was so not, we were in the water, like Rach and I were like one of the only people in the water at the time. There was like another girl on like the ladder and he goes, and actually it's on video. It's in the YouTube video. You don't hear him say this, but you can see him do it. And he goes, Do you guys want more sharks around you? And me and Rachel are like, Yeah, yeah. And he chums the he threw a sardine. He threw a couple of sardines in the water like shortly. He like, threw more than a couple. Yeah. In front of us. He's throwing handfuls of sardines right by my face. So in the video it's like you hear did he did he just feed him? You might not even hear that, but We're like, oh my God, yeah. And then there they are right in front of us, just freaking the fuck out. They didn't touch us. But like everything online says reef sharks are friendly unless you feed them. And so that looking back on it feels like a really poor decision for us to be in the water while they fed the sharks. But like it was so cool. And I don't even like sharks. Like I don't not like them, but I'm not like Tisha where I'm like, I have to swim with sharks. Like I was a little hesitant about the whole thing, especially getting in with them. And she afterwards, I'm, now I'm just like, I'm so glad I did that. And I would do it again. See? And you never would have done that unless you married me. So no, I truly would never have done I that. I think I finally... Um recruited her to the shark loving side well we have a lot of really cool videos swimming with the sharks so if you haven't looked at our instagram i posted quite a few did you post shark videos yeah we, yeah, both, we both posted different shark videos and then you also see did it. i post a shark video well, or are you I, kidding I don't know. yeah you're right anyways so- and then we also it's also in the youtube video too and they're really good videos and super cool so you should watch them yeah so Then we went to the coral reef, which was the absolute worst part. And I don't even want to touch on that besides the fact that it was... Well, the coral reef itself is beautiful. Yes. But the current, like we said earlier, was so bad. And the guide even said like the day before was super calm and nothing like it was for us. Mm -hmm. But the coral reef, when we were there, like we were supposed to swim through it. And like, it's, it, it gets shallow and deep and shallow and deep. And you have to stay away from the actual reef because if it pricks you, you could start bleeding because it's that sharp. And so he was like, you must stay behind me while we swim and through we the coral go, reef. And we going to go in a line. We're going to go in a line and just follow me and we'll do a huge loop. And it sounded like a great idea until we all started trying to swim and the current was pulling us in all different directions. I was struggling. It was miserable. It was horrible. I was behind Rach. And I can't use flippers. I just don't. I don't like flippers. I really don't. And so I feel like because I didn't have flippers, I was also just like struggling. And my um, snorkeling goggles kept getting water in. So every Mm. now and then I have to stop to like let it out. And one time Rachel like tried to like turn around and like record me (laughs) She and I up. was fucking pissed. Oh, my God. I I wanted to cry. Like, I yeah. literally it was just, like, get me out of here. It wasn't fun. It was slightly terrifying. And I literally kept turning around just to make sure Tisha was okay. And I was so worried about, like, not getting cut by something in the reef. Because, yeah. like, they were like, oh, it can be sharp. But yeah. once we got... Through it. well actually i had to be saved well yeah so we were going back to the boat and towards the boat was into the current and i had to swim with all my might just to it get back was to the boat hard. and tisha and two others in our group got stuck in the current going the opposite direction and our guide had to take like this the buoy thing and go and like connect them to it and drag them back in that's mm-hmm. how bad it was and like we had life jackets on and stuff which was good. and i didn't leave tisha for dead like I literally could not have brought her back with me. It no, was so bad. It was bad. really strong. And but honestly, what made up for it is the next stop which was lunch. Some of the best fucking food we ever had. It was the best meal we had while we were there. Yeah. It was like true like Polynesian food, like cooked like I don't even know how to it explain just it. It was so amazing. It was a buffet. It was on an island where I think the people who run the tour business live yeah and they cooked a meal for us and it was buffet style and we ate it on picnic tables that were in the water so fish were swimming around us there was a ray there was a shark it was really cool food was incredible and then they brought us into the middle of the island oh our plates were palm trees oh yeah they create they built the plates like the weave the weaving of the palm trees i think it was the palm trees the palm tree leaves yeah yeah that was really cool. So it was like a true Polynesian experience. Um, and then they brought us into the middle of the island and we sat in a circle and they showed us how like they crack open a coconut and yada, 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 how they weave the plates. They even showed us that. He weaves somebody a whole ass purse. Yeah. And she got to take it home with her. Um, and then... You know how I told you on Polynesian night how they invited people to dance while they were playing the drums and everything a few nights earlier, and then they pulled people, like they pulled the people from the crowd. And I said that I was terrified and didn't want to be pulled from the crowd because I would never do that well. So I said that, and then my nightmare came true. And this-luckily, it wasn't as big of a crowd. It was a small crowd, it was like 20 people tops. This man was pulling people from our small group to come up in front of the entire group and he didn't tell us what we were doing he just was picking people he had like three people up there already and i thought he was done and then he points at me and he's like you and i'm i'm like looking behind me he goes no no no, you i'm like fuck and i look at tisha he goes up to tisha and whispers record this yeah (laughs) and i was like oh fucking shit what am i doing so i go up there he had just like cracked the coconut and everything and he puts some of the coconut pieces into each of our hands. And he tells us to close our hand gently, not to squeeze. And we're like, okay. And then he says, copy me. And he starts doing a dance. Like he starts shaking his hips and spinning in circles and dropping to the floor. And we're having to do this with him. Meanwhile, everybody else is just watching and laughing. And I'm going to be honest, I killed it. You did. I killed it. I owned it. I was like, you know what? These people don't know me. They'll never see me again. I'm just going to own this right here. I'm going to own this moment. And I did. And it's on video and it's in the video if you want to watch it. And anyways, at the end, this was the worst part. Like these guys kept cracking like inappropriate, nasty jokes that made me uncomfortable. But it was whatever. But it was was so funny. funny. And at the end, he made us put our hand up into the air and point our thumb towards our mouth and squeeze the coconut filling. And so the coconut water went milk. I think it was milk. milk. Went into my mouth and dripped down my face and my chest. And same with everybody else around me who had to do it. And it all just looked like you know what happened on our face. <laughs> and that was the end of the excursion. Yeah, and we also had some of the best fucking juice. That pineapple juice, mm-hmm. like that was really good. It was amazing. Like the boat ride was cool because you got to see like the like very. Wild changes in the color of the water like the light blue Mm -hmm. to the dark blue and there's just like a cut down the water and you can just see it so clearly and um so yeah the boat ride was really cool and then on the we had like five minutes left in the boat ride and it started pouring yeah downpouring and it was just like pelleting your like pellets at your face i don't know if pelleting is a word but like pellets nailing your face with water because you're flying through this boat anyways 100,000 million percent recommend doing a shark and ray tour if you're yeah. in Bora Bora. Just same. do it. The the guide was amazing. It was we felt safe the whole time. We had a blast. It was 10 out of 10. Yeah. Once we got back from the resort, we had the Italian place again cuz we loved it so much from the other night. I legit got the same spaghetti like I had it twice. She did. And then we had the best fucking coconut gelato oh god the coconut gelato was so so good good. so good that was that was how we ended one of our favorite days which was so good yeah and then the day after that we had complimentary massages included for our honeymoon package so we went and got our massages that was so nice those were incredible we sat in a hot tub a sauna all of the all of the good things and then when we got done, it started raining again. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, we did some snorkeling and that kind of wrapped up like our last full day there was but our we massage had day. the best dinner, which was bamboo. We had the bamboo restaurant, which yeah. Tisha thought it was going to be all sushi. And I convinced her we had to try it because there would be something on there that she would eat. And she ended up getting like a um, hibachi dish. No, I got chef's fried rice. Did you? With oh, chicken. I got the hibachi dish. Yeah. And yeah. it was. So good. It was and we had the some best like meal. appetizer. Do you remember that like beef appetizer? Oh, that was that just was amazing. like amazing. Yeah. The food was really good and we regretted not going to that restaurant more. Yeah. Um and that was our last full day there, which was really sad. Mm-hmm. But the good thing was the next day, which was the day we would fly out, we actually had a full day because our flight didn't leave till like 8 p.m. out of Bora Bora. Yeah. And so we had our the boat was coming to pick us up at 6. We had until then to spend the day doing stuff. Which was nice, but we didn't really wanna like go swimming. Like, yeah, we didn't want to we well we had to check out by noon. Yeah, we had and to we check out by didn't noon. Didn't want to get anything wet. And we didn't want to have wet clothes to pack in our suitcase. So we knew we weren't going to go swimming, but we also like um had asked about a late checkout and all of that too, and it was like an extra. It was like two hundred, two hundred, four hundred dollars if you wanted to check out late. We're like, no, that's not worth it. But they did offer us a room to shower in yeah. before we left for traveling. So we're like, okay, we don't feel bad if we like go sweat at the beach or whatever. Like it's fine if we get gross because we'll be able to shower. We just didn't want wet clothes to bring yeah. you back with us. But we went to breakfast and then we got on a boat. So the resort offers a complimentary ride into the mainland. So um, the boat ride from the island our resort was on to the main Bora Bora Island was like so 10 minutes Not tops. even, yeah. It wasn't even 10 minutes. And then from there, you take a bus around the island to the other side, which is where the city that starts with the letter V that I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> is. And It was like a 20-minute bus ride. Yeah, and so they offer that complimentary service, but the catch is that you have to leave at 10.30 a.m., You have to be there at 10 30 and get on and go and that is the only one that goes and then you have to be back on the bus was it two two at two o'clock and that was the only way to get back to the resort otherwise you had to take a water taxi or whatever like pay money essentially to get back so we're like you know what that's perfect we can go into the mainland see what it's like experience the actual Bora Bora culture because the resort was definitely not legit like it was you get a sense but it's you're not seeing how people actually live their lives because it's a high-end fancy ass resort and you're only meeting the butlers you know and so we went on the boat took the bus when you're driving on the bus you can just see like the poverty Mm -hmm. like it was wild there were stray dogs everywhere houses were like broken windows really run down no ac like, they live a whole different life from what yeah, we're used that's to. That's really sad. And, um, anyway, so we got into, like, the main area, and there were shops and some touristy stuff that we could do. We went to a little cafe and had smoothies. Um, we bought a couple of small things, like a candle and magnets, and that was about it. We didn't spend a whole lot of money. Um, and we just, like, everybody there was so friendly, and everybody knew english and actually most people that were like working in the stores knew multiple languages yeah there was a woman working in an art shop we walked in and she started speaking is every single language she could think of until we responded because i kind of looked at her like huh i thought she was on the phone i kind of did too but i could tell she was changing her language and i was like what is happening and then she goes she goes french or english and i was like english and she goes, ah, ah, sorry, sorry. I was trying every language I knew to try to see if you'd respond. And I'm like, well, you tried every language that I did not know because right. you did not say hello once. But I was like, how many languages does this woman know? But that's how it was. Yeah. They all know tons of languages. And then I there's I us see. two, you know, white Americans walking in knowing English. that's it that's all we know i knew more it's kind of embarrassing it sucks i hate it why i just wish i would have invested more time in learning differently like i know some spanish i know like the general spanish but i can't speak fluent in spanish but i I can't speak it i can catch on to things people are saying but if you're speaking to me fast i'm not going to understand it so it's like I wish I would have invested more time learning more languages because everywhere else you go, and it's like that in Europe, too. Everywhere in, you go, they all know English. And I, like, get, like, I don't know, like, disgusted with myself almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate that I don't know more. Yeah. It just, ooh, I hate it. So, I hate it so much. Anyways, yeah, and then I already talked about, like, we went to the market there, and we were just like, why didn't we come here sooner and buy all the snacks? Yeah. Um, we saw this these little boys fishing off of like the pier kind of and they were fishing with literal fishing line wrapped around a water bottle yeah that's all it was and this kid caught a fish he was probably like what eight nine i don't even know ten maybe <laughs> at oldest catches this fish and reels it in he is so proud of this fish so fucking proud of it and he's just holding it in his hand running around showing everybody and he'd like set it on the floor and let it flop around he kept that fish yeah i guarantee that fish never made it back in the water and it didn't. was so funny and it's tisha got a video of it and yeah, it's on it's and it's the, the YouTube video. video and it's so cute those kids were the cutest thing i've ever seen in my, in my life but it's just like you actually started to really kind of sense the true polynesian culture or bora bora yeah. culture while you were there which was really cool and mm-hmm. humbling honestly and it was like see. perfect for our last day because we just like didn't want to do anything crazy but it was fucking hot and we sweat yeah. balls while so we so were there god so thank god they let us the shower afterwards which we were in the presidential suite is that what it's called uh, it's not called that but or yeah. the royal estate royal estate yeah, yeah they put us i'm guessing the royal estate which is like the biggest it was on land it wasn't an overland villa but it was an land villa that um it was the biggest option for people to rent out. So if you're coming with like multiple families or you're coming like with a million bajillion dollars in your pocket, you would rent that. Um, And a lot of famous people have actually stayed there, but my guess is it probably doesn't get rented out a lot, especially in the off season. So they use it as shower spaces for people who have checked out but need to shower before they leave. Which is really nice. So they literally brought us to this mansion estate and gave us a room to shower in. It was so funny. Um, but really cool to see what it looked like we were like they had everything covered in sheets yeah like you couldn't see most of it because they had everything covered um but i like snuck out on the um it has its own beach area and pool in the backyard and everything and i snuck out there like unlocked the doors and went out there just to see what it looked like because i'm not rich enough i'll never experience that i'm like i'm just gonna go out there nobody's here they can't stop me. there's literally a pool like in the center yeah it it was really cool. Like a whole ass beach to themselves. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so it was cool to experience that. But we showered. We got on the boat to go back to the Bora, Bora airport. And that that was the end of our trip. Mm-hmm. Aside from the shitty travels home. Yeah. But honestly, like it was so worth it to come home to our to our pops. pops. Yeah, we had a delay. Because if you've ever been to the Tahiti airport, it is outside. No AC. It's... It's very interesting airport. Um and we ended up getting delayed like two hours. Our flight didn't take off till like what 1 a.m. Yeah. And it's, we like, were so tired. We're so tired. Um and then we ended up getting into LAX and we had to we had to check our bags, which we didn't anticipate. They made us check them because they were too heavy or something, which we came with the same amount that we left with. So I don't know how they got heavier. But they made us check them. So when we got to LAX, we had to um, go through customs and security and all of that. And then we had to collect our baggage, which we thought got lost because the first round of baggage did not yeah, have our bags. It was like forever. And we panicked. And then after we got our bags, we had to then go back through security to get back to where we needed to be to get on our Delta flight. So we were panicking because we were already delayed and that cut like an hour and a half to two hours out of our layover. And we had luckily got really, really lucky with the lines. Customs, we were first in line. We booked it, but we were first in line for customs and there was like no other flights coming in at the time. So we got through in like five seconds and then um, security was like dead. Like there was like no line at all. And we both have pre-check, which helped, but we got so lucky if there would have been lines, we would have missed our flight yeah we, we really were lucky but before we end um the podcast I want to touch on how we felt in Bora Bora as yeah we've had some couple. people reach out um about if we felt safe as a same-sex couple while we were there because some people have said like they're, they've heard mixed reviews about it or whatever um and Tisha can say how she felt, and I'll say how I felt, and I feel like it's probably I mean, the same. I mean, I think it's pretty the same. But yeah. well, first of all, we already talked about how we chose Bora Bora because their laws allow same-sex couples to be together. We also like it's saw legal it, there. Yeah, we also saw like same-sex couples represented like on, on our resorts, yeah, Instagram page and stuff. So like, we felt very comfortable about all that going in. When we got there, I kid you not, like i felt more welcomed than ever before except for maybe provincetown provincetown might have beat it but like we nobody questioned us being wives no nobody asked us if we were sisters nobody thought we were twins nobody thought we were just friends visiting like Every single person at that resort that worked there greeted us as Mrs. and Mrs. Bros. And knew it was our honeymoon. Knew it was our honeymoon. Treated us like it was our honeymoon. Treated us like queens. Like, I felt so safe. I felt welcomed. I felt accepted, seen, valued, heard, whatever, all the things. I felt it all. Like they were yeah. wonderful. There. It was a very like free feeling. Wonderful. It was so cool. Like that was our biggest fear was going on our honeymoon and not feeling like we were on our honeymoon. Yeah. That was our biggest fear when we were scheduled or booking it. And St. Regis Resort made us feel like we were on our honeymoon and then some. Yeah. It was perfect. So ten out of ten for honestly, Inclusivity. Yeah. It LGBTQ, was... friendliness, like Nobody gave we, a and obviously mother flying fuck. We can't fuck. speak for every single resort. No. At in Bora Bora, but we did feel very safe at St. Regis. Yeah, so. we did. We did. And there actually were a lot of other queer couples there when we were there. I think we saw probably like 5 or 6. Yeah. Um which was really like so just And we nice. actually made a friend with one of them. Not a friend. We like didn't stay in touch, but like he introduced himself and he was like, "Yeah, my husband, blah blah blah." And we're like, "Oh my god." We wish you would have introduced yourself sooner. We could have, like, got drinks or something, but that was, like, what, the last where, day. What nightlife? There well, is one bar. It, like, but during the day. Yeah. But, but anyways, we hope that... 10 out of 10 recommend it. We hope that 2024 is off to a great start. Also, today is national, like, book your travels day. So, like, <laughs> if you need to book a trip... All Tisha has been talking about since we got home is booking. She literally sits and looks at trips through costco travel every day at least for a little bit and And i'm like you got a problem i do have a problem (laughs) we don't have the money to do that right now and she's like we could go for your birthday in april i'm like no we can't go for my birthday in april a i work b we're not spending money on another trip abroad right now I'm like we can't do it and we're also going to mexico in august for a friend's batch party so i'm like no we Listen. can't just start booking trips left and right but she's just on and going abroad high right now a girl I get can it. look and a girl can book i get it a girl can look and a girl can book oh lord help me send prayers anyways thanks for listening to our honeymoon recap it honestly go watch the youtube video because it'll just like kind of put a lot of like things visual to pre- yeah. representation to and what it'll we've just, been saying everything will make more sense and honestly it's a lot better than listening i mean unless you prefer listening and but. if you ever have the opportunity to go to bora bora do it and go to saint regis because they are wonderful they really are this is not an ad no <laughs> and, and the, the blondes are out